0: One day, a pastor's wife passed away, and uh, within a couple, they went to bury the woman, and uh, all the pastors were in tears, and some of the pastors, other pastors' wives who were very close to this woman, so they were so broken for months. One day, they woke up, and they realized that the pastors had organized a wife for the man, and the pastors' wives were even crying more, and I couldn't understand. They said that they saw what would happen to them <laughs> should they die. <laughs> hallelujah amen we are still going to continue on the power of perseverance amen I know that Reverend has given us a a few good ones and I'll just give one more because I don't know if we have already started practicing what has been given to us you know he said what we should let go of the past isn't it And we should start doing something. Not we will do something, but we should start now. Isn't it? The Bible says that now faith, now. And um, last week he said that we should maintain what? Self-discipline. And today I want to say to us that we should maintain the right mental attitude. Maintain the right mental attitude singleness of mind, focus, and purpose. Philippians 1, the Bible says in verse 27, I'm preaching for a very short time because my hope is that you pick up your T-shirt, say hello to everybody, and then go home and sleep so that your next full sleep will be Friday the 20th. (laughs) Friday that so today, no loitering around. Don't come into my office, don't go into anybody's office. Don't just pick up your t-shirt, say hello to everybody, tell them see you tomorrow morning. Go home and switch your phone off. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? You will appreciate this good advice by Tuesday or Wednesday. So listen to me. Philippians 1, the Bible says in verse 27 to 30, only be sure I'm reading the amplified only be sure as citizens so to conduct yourselves that your manner of life will be worthy of the good news, the gospel of Christ. You know, sometimes you read a scripture and you've just been reading it, but now because of the purpose for which I was reading the scripture, it says that so that your manner of life will be worthy of the good news, which means that our evangelism must not just be Give your life to Jesus. Jesus saves. Jesus is good. Your manner of life must be worthy of the gospel you want to preach. That you want to share. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you are lying. You are stealing. You are womanizing. You are manizing. You are, then you are saying that Christ saves. Jesus is the author and the finisher. He says that your manner of life should be worthy of the good news. So that whether I come and see you or I'm absent, I may hear this of you, that you are standing firm. Somebody say, I'm standing firm. Yeah, that we are standing firm in united spirit and purpose, striving side by side and contending with a single mind for the faith of the glad tidings. Contain. So having the ma- right mind and right attitude, you have to contend for it. You are not just going to be thinking right, acting right. It is a fight. It is a fight. It doesn't just come upon you. It is, doesn't just even remain. You can, As we are preaching, you can have the right mind now. And say, yeah, yeah, I agree with what Reverend is saying. That is so true. This is how I should behave. But trust me, by tomorrow morning, you realize that the thing that you were receiving, you have to contend to still appreciate it and to still use it. Yeah. How many of us didn't go for marriage counseling? How many of us on our wedding day didn't they speak over us? Didn't we uh, exchange vows? And deep down, the vows you were giving, you believed it. And you meant it. For better or for worse, in sickness, in health, the, all the days of my, the, you believed it. Yeah. Till three months into the marriage. Then realize that uh, to keep this mindset, I have to contend for it. I have to fight to have that mind. Yeah, some of us, we are in uni, we are doing masters, PhD, first degree, whatever. You realize that there are days that you are really, you know, this course, I'm going to smash it and chop it up. Then there are days that your assignment results come. You need to contend <laughs> to still believe that you know the first the first class is around the corner. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think that this particular topic about the power of perseverance is to help us get rid of all snowflake attitudes. Yeah. To get rid of you know that sense of weakness and you know fearfulness to do what you have to do if you have a child and as they are going you don't toughen them up you are destroying them yeah you don't uh, let they have to study and they say I don't feel like studying oh if you don't feel like studying go and sleep mommy I don't want to go to school if you don't want to go to school go and watch your telling mommy I don't want to eat this food what do you want to eat I want chicken. Then they bring the chicken. No, I didn't want fried. I wanted grilled. You bring the... No, when I said grilled, I meant... You, see, you are spoiling the child. You are spoiling the child. And if we are not careful, that's how we spoil ourselves as Christians. You have to toughen up. That's why I'm saying that it's a fight to stay positive. It's a fight to have the right attitude. It's a fight... To still look in the mirror and say, I'm still looking nice. Can see that the wrinkles are dropping left, right, and center. You say, oh, youthfulness all around me. (laughs) Let's continue reading the scripture. Verse 28. And do not for a moment be frightened or intimidated in anything by your opponents and adversaries. You see why we need to have perseverance and why we need to toughen up. It says that, and do not for a moment be frightened or intimidated in anything by your opponents and adversaries. For such constancy and fearlessness will be a clear sign, proof and seal to them of their impending destruction, but a sure token and evidence of your deliverance and salvation and that from God for you have been granted the privilege. Somebody say, I have the privilege. Yeah. You see, everybody, listen, there are so many secular books on perseverance, tenacity, but they don't have that privilege of Christ. For Christ's sake, not only to believe in, adhere, to rely and trust him, but also to suffer on his behalf. That's the bit we don't like but you cannot persevere if you don't want to suffer. So you are engaged in the same conflict which you saw me and which you now hear to be mine still. So Paul was telling them that, listen, this fighting, this contending, this overcoming intimidation is not a one season. It's not that because I've become the chief apostle, even now chief apostle, I'm still contending. You see, because sometimes when people have risen to the place where they can handle suffering, they can handle intimidation, it almost appears as if they don't have it or they are not going through it. So sometimes we also have to expose to the fact that it may look like I don't have any issues. It may look like things come to me easy, but it's not that way. So the next thing is that do not get intimidated by setbacks. Do not get intimidated by setbacks. That's why when we read in verse 28, it says that, and do not for a moment be frightened or intimidated in anything by your opponents and adversaries. Ha! Not even for a moment. Don't be intimidated at all because the... External absence of that intimidation or your fearlessness is a clear sign to them, and proof to them that they are the ones who will be destroyed. Reverend always tells us this: that the devil has to be tied before you are tied; the devil has to give up before you give up. Yeah, the devil will be destroyed before you are destroyed. Yeah, so that we don't crumble easily. Today's charismatic Christian, we crumble too easily. Every time we need top up of prayer, we need top up of prophet, we need top up. At some point, you need to be able to stand on your own two feet. Yeah, in the middle of the night, there's no prophet there. You are the prophet, you are the high priest, you are the apostle. The next thing is that when you have a setback, adjust yourself, adjust your efforts, so that you can respond accordingly. Because sometimes when we have the setback, we are like, yeah, it's no big deal. But if it's no big deal, you cannot continue unless you say, can you imagine if they knock you and you fall down? You have to get up and dust yourself before you can move on. You can't be still lying there and say... I will get, I will, I will, I will, I will get through that. Yeah. So when we say adjust yourself, what I'm saying is that adjust yourself and continue. It's not like adjust yourself and then stay there. Adjust yourself and continue. Don't adjust yourself and stop. Don't adjust yourself and retreat. Some of us will retreat. That's why people sometimes they get married, they might get husband. I'm going to my mother's house. I'm going back to my father. I'm going back to my mother. Yeah. Yeah. When they get angry with the church, I'm going back to my orthodox church. You know, Father John never does that. <laughs> that is retreating. That is retreating. You know, you, you have to take a receipt on one or two of your exams. You say, I won't go to the uni again. I'm just going to find a job. After all, not everybody who went to uni does well. There are people who didn't go to uni. They have done well. Most all the rich people they went first year, they dropped out, isn't it? Yeah, first year, second year, they dropped out. Me to have done first year, second year. Don't retreat, have that attitude that I am in the middle of the water, I have to finish. Because if I'm going back, I can still drown, so I might as well at least keep going forward. Don't retreat, it's a mindset, it's an attitude. How many of us have had to battle some things in life? How many of us have had to go through some things? How many of us have had to break through and hurt our hands but we still went bleeding? Nobody becomes victorious without having to press through setbacks. No way. It is not possible. Those of us even who try to buy houses the thing looks smooth, they say well, they'll give you mortgage sign here, sign here, three days later they call you, they say actually we need ABC you don't, okay we we'll have to unfortunately at this particular time we can it's a setback don't retreat, as for me I'll never own a house, no 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 regroup adjust yourself adjust how you're dealing with it and press on We make the world look stronger and even wiser. The only difference is that they know how to handle setbacks. They know how to use setbacks. How did people become, people who were millionaires become billionaires in COVID? How did uh, people who were thousand years become millionaires? How did people who were tenants <laughs> Listen, there's progress everywhere. There's progress everywhere. Yeah. yeah, And there were some also who just totally crumbled. It is how they manage setbacks. It is how they manage setbacks. I get so surprised. Is it Boeing, the um, uh, plane modifier? They have such a bad record. Most airlines that crash is Boeing something. But every time they rise again, they always write. Kind okay, of tell us that they have some new technology that now does A, B, C, D, D. They then we are like, yay. Then for the past is forgetting. Then we are pressing on. And yet, I also know airlines that when they just go bankrupt more, they cl- close the thing. You ask something, something, airways, close. Something, 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 airways, close. That is why in the world they say rebranding. Listen, you sort yourself out, then you move again. You sort yourself out, then you move again. Because every time you move again, you know what not to do. What road not to go on, who not to associate with. Yeah, you can't be associating with the same person, people that are still causing you not to go further. And then you are praying to God, uh, you know, give me increase, give me motivation. I want to go higher. And you are dealing with crabs who want to pull you down. At some point, you have to crush them and just go. These are my best, best friends. Since my childhood, these are the people who are closest to, they know me inside out. That is the one reason why you don't need them. Because the inside out that they know of you, that's the one you want to leave behind. It is a really sad thing. You know, I got a text message from a friend that I was in primary school, key stage one, isn't it? I've known him since I was four. Yeah. Yeah. And by the time we were about 10, he was the best football player, the best whatever, one of the most handsome young men, everybody he was liked by everybody, came from a very wealthy family. In fact, I'm sure that everybody has an, had an image of what he would become. And then obviously, we lost contact, and as they formed the groups again, somebody went to find him, you know? But my sister had already warned me that if he comes to say hello to me, this will be the continuation. Lo and behold, he sends me a message. Woman of God, your encouragement and your words are so amazing. Then he quoted scripture. <laughs> then I said, Oh, brother, how are you? Then he sent a picture of himself. I said, Oh, you're looking so well. God bless you. You know, I didn't even ask, What are you doing? That thing, because I didn't want questions. Then About midnight, he sends a message, I know you're a woman of faith, so I want to confide in you. So in the morning, I saw it, I said, brother, if I have any wisdom to give, I'll give. Then he says, you know, I have been struggling with setting health challenges for a very long time, and that has made me very financially, you know. So any financial help you can give will be good. Nothing is too small. I say, hey, doctor is built here. There's a minimum. I can't say nothing is too small. Yeah. Because he goes around begging. Begging. Because at the time when he should have left some people behind, he held on to them. Because they were praising him. They were hailing him. They were taking advantage of his father's wealth. And they were destroying him. Introducing him to all kinds of drugs, all kinds of things. You should know when it's time to drop it. You should know when it's time to drop people. You should know when it's time also to accept. A lot of us, we can't take good counsel. We can't take good advice, especially when it's painful. Or especially when it exposes us. Or especially when it means that we have to change things. And instead of accepting and changing it, you're insulting me. Why did she talk to me like that? It's not how she spoke to you. It's what she said. If it is vulnerable for you, take it and say, God, thank you. It was a bit of an injection, but I receive it in Jesus' name. Every time you come in, listen, your children need all the different tones in your voice. They need hello, son. They need hi, son. They need, come here. My children say that all their names are used for different purposes. (laughs) If you hear any of the middle names, it's not good. (laughs) But it is those even more painful ones that will be the greatest blessing for them. He that the Father loveth, he chasteneth. He that the Father loves, he corrects. The one that God loves, he will expose you. The one that God loves, he will expose you. Philippians 4. He says that I'm not going to read all. I want us to go through a lot of things, so maybe I'll read from. Let me read off. I'll read from verse 11, Philippians 4. It says that this week I will encourage you. Read the book of Philippians. We are talking about perseverance. Read the whole book of Philippians. It's not many, just few chapters like that. Not that I am implying that I was in any personal want, for I have learned how to be content satisfied to the point where i am not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state i am i know how to be abased and live humbly in straightened circumstances and i know also how to enjoy plenty and live in abundance i have learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation may you learn the secret of facing every situation may you learn may you know it the secret of facing every situation Whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and enough to spare or going without and being want, then he starts to give us the secret of facing every situation. He says that I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and I am equal to anything through him who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. What is he saying? He's saying that the secret to facing situation is for us to allow Christ to infuse us with inner strength and for us to also know that our sufficiency is found in Christ's sufficiency. Wow. I read a scripture two or three days ago and the scripture just amused me. And I was like, there's nothing that is not in the Bible. There is absolutely nothing. You see, all that we are learning, we have learned on so many topics, just even in the six months, in the year. But not everybody is receiving it. Not everybody is going to walk in it. Not everybody is going to try it out. And then in the book of Job, the Bible says in verse 11, I'm going to read 11 to 50, it says that, so this was God... Telling, discussing with the people that you're behaving like you know what I'm going to do or how I'm going to correct people, how I'm going to deal with their sins. You're behaving like you know. Verse 11 says that, for he recognizes and knows hollow, wicked, and useless men. Men of falsehood. When he sees iniquity, will he not consider it? Will God not consider it? Then verse twelve is the best. You know, every now and then you find a scripture in the Bible, and you it just stays with you for a long time. I remember the first time when I saw uh, uh, that when a man gets married, he has to just stop all work for one year and just entertain his wife. I thought it was an awesome scripture. <laughs> then I saw this one. It says that, but a stupid man will. Only get wisdom when a wild donkey's caught is born as a human being. (laughs) As when he thinks himself free because he's lifted up in pride. So he's saying that a stupid man cannot get wisdom because a donkey cannot give birth to a human being. May it not be your story. May it not be, may it not be that you keep hearing messages that will transform you, that will help you to rise, that will help you to do well, and you are still waiting and sitting there till the donkey has been able to give birth to a human being. The verse 14 says, Pastor, do like the scripture? I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. I pray that when you go home, the scripture will continue to minister to you. Because no donkey is going to give birth. I know that we have gender neutral, gender equality, whatever, all kinds of genders. The one thing we know is that donkey will not give birth to a human being. (laughs) Because when God wanted, when Jesus wanted them to go and get something from the donkey, he didn't turn the donkey into a human being. We still got it from him as a donkey. Verse 13, if you set your heart aright and stretch out your hands to God, if you put sin out of your hand and far away from you and let not evil dwell in your things, then can you lift your up your face to him without stain or sin and unashamed? Yes, you shall be steadfast and secure. You shall not fear. We are talking about how to learn, how to learn what to do, how to learn, how to face all situation it is saying that we'll be steadfast and secure and we shall not be afraid if we will lift up our face to God. If we will just trust what God is saying. Sometimes the need for extra analysis, extra examples, extra is what will paralyze us. If God has said it, I receive it. If God has declared it, it will happen. You know what did that songwriter said? He said that if if there's a problem that God cannot solve, then it's not a problem. It doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. Don't be trying. You see, our humanness is what is causing many people not even to be saved. Our humanness. But if God is God, why is he letting this? If God was God, why is has COVID still not gone? You see that we are using our, the smallness of our mind to try and equate things that we don't know. The next thing, create habits that will help you to succeed. Create habits that will help you to succeed. Yeah. The first one is learning. Every day, learn. Yeah. Some of us, we have to learn to pray. We have to learn to read. We have to learn to study. We have to learn to live right. We have to learn to do right. We have to learn to serve others. We have to learn how to spend our time wisely. We have to learn how to confess the right things. We have to learn the lack of value in memory and complaining. The lack of value in memory and complaining. Haven't you realize all the things you memory about hasn't changed. All the things you've been complaining about. You have complained about your wife's cooking for so long. The cooking is still the same. You have complained, you have complained, you have complained. It's time for you to realize that you have to learn how to cook. And she also has to learn how to cook. And you too, you have to learn how to change your diet to a salt free one, pepper free one, whatever it is, how to eat burnt offerings. You are God. Auntie, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the high priest of the house. They bring you burnt offerings, you are complaining. <laughs> Don't we bring burnt offerings to the Lord. <laughs> they are giving you burnt offerings at home, then you are upset. They are honoring you and the status you have. Preach, Pastor, preach. <laughs> it's an honor. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know that murmuring and complaining demoralizes you? Some of you, the reason why you are not coming for camp is because you had been murmuring and complaining. And that is what has demoralized you. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm fed up. I don't have money. I've gone for so many camps. I don't want to go for camp. I don't know. Why do we have to? Why is it five days? Why isn't it two days? Why is it three days? Why is it that? Why? So from morning to night, we'll be praying. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that, that brings you to a standstill. I, you feel like I was in your house. Yes, I was there. Memoring and complaining. Listen, you'll be surprised to realize that most homes have the same problems, but some homes, they don't remember and complain. Yeah. You know, last week, when everyone was giving that example, and he said that um, when he had that uh, part-time job, that we all come back from work. That time, we were also doing masters and things, oh, that we were also delivering this Indian food. <clears throat> but do you know that it was some of the most joyful times in our marriage? Hey, we would laugh. We will laugh at the people we are delivering to. We'll laugh at the people in the shop. in the, we'll laugh, we'll get home, and then we'll have plenty Indian food to eat. And oh, it was very nice. It was very nice. It was very, it was very, 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 very nice. Oh. Sometimes our electricity will go off because we used to have the key, the top up. And normally it used to be Sunday evening. And he too, sometimes he will invite his crowd people that they should come and eat in the house. Hey. You, you and I know that this 20p will not go through to Monday. And then they'll come. And then I'll try and make sure they eat quickly. And you think they'll go. Oh, no, no. Their they they shepherd is entertaining them. They'll be playing music, which is taking the electricity, the 20p off. And then sometimes they'll be playing the music. Then they'll be doing, um, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call it? Like dance um, group. Formation Dance. So, like, they're learning formation dance for their next uh, Sunday song. You know, so everybody's going... Then the light will just go, boop. Then the reverend now will be like, oh, what happened? As if we didn't know. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. So, oh, and, and they, never, they didn't used to sell the thing on Sundays. So, which was a good thing because otherwise, one of them would say, oh, brother Chris, can I go and... <laughs> buy it, but there's nowhere that is selling. So it's like, you guys, you have to go home, and then we two will sleep in the dark. Yeah. Sometimes I'll tell that do you know that if my mother comes to find me the way you're treating me, she won't be happy with you at all. But we had so much joy. I don't even remember a day when it was an issue. It was never, it was so funny, the lights would go off and we'll laugh. I'll say, be careful. Where is the torch? Be careful. Don't have... Some of you, you'll be depressed, you'll be crying, you say, look at John and Mary, look at Joseph, and... look at their home, look at their life. Do the... Listen, God has called each of us according to. What you don't have today, you will have in excess tomorrow. Somebody may have plenty of today, but their wisdom is like the one waiting for the call to become a man and tomorrow they'll have nothing. There will always be a reason to murmur and complain. There will all Life, there will always be a reason to murmur and complain. You may get a promotion at work, but home won't be too good. Home may be good, but there will be issues at work that you can complain. Life will give you issues to complain. Do you know one of my complaints this week? That little traffic light that they have put here and they are blocking. It, it, isn't it? And the worst bit is that after you have gone through this mess, when you get to the one at the shell, the lights have gone off. And the people were not trained in South Africa, so they don't know how to do one, one, one. Everybody wants to go. Sometimes I feel like getting there and say, stop, 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 you come." You <laughs> See, somebody else too will get there and be so worked up and be so, their, their pressure will be going up. Your pressure goes up over unnecessary things. Things that don't matter. We are talking about why we don't persevere. Because instead of pushing and pressing and ignoring the left and the right, you stop to murmur. You stop to complain. You stop to moan. You stop to... You stop to others are going. We were all in that lecture room and the lecturer was some way. And the lecturer didn't teach much. Not every lecturer can teach. The earlier you learn it, the better. Not every lecturer can teach. And you are not the only one in the class. So if others are being able to pass, go and ask them how they are doing it and learn and go. And you spending, because when you fail, you are failed. They don't write in brackets incompetent lecture. They don't put it there. They don't put it there. We have to stop it, stop it, stop it. Sometimes even little things, you have gone to Morris and the fish is finished. So buy chicken or just, just be a vegetarian for that day. Get some vegetables, go and pour plenty of pepper and things on it and chew it. You'll be fine. The things we remember, complain, moan about, they are so unnecessary. I've already told them that I don't go for a camp. Why have they come to ask me again? We'll ask you again. Even when church finishes, I'm going to ask you again. Because sometimes God will let you sit at that test till you pass. Till you pass. Yeah, your husband could have changed. But the way you are behaving, God has realized that if he changes now, it won't help you. (laughs) That demon has to stay for a while. (sighs) May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. Say that I'm developing good habits. I'm developing good habits. Yeah. Some of us say, I don't like reading. But most of the movies you watch, you put the text on there. It's reading. <laughs> the movie is two hours. For two hours, you are reading. Some of you, you watch Spanish movie, French movie. You don't understand. So you read the text. You read the text. As for well, those of you like Chinese movies, original. There's no English version. You read there, You read it. I went, I went to visit my mom and then I saw my little nephew watching. I don't know what it's called. It's something that comes on during the day. The, the people are speaking one language and the are you hear a different language. They have localized the film to suit the situation. You should not say you cannot read. I'm mentoring a young boy. He did so well, got a first class. And then he was telling me that one of the things he hates is reading, unless it's for exams. I said, brother, sit down. Listen, it is difficult to achieve whatever it is. It is difficult to become, but it is even more difficult to maintain. It's difficult to become a doctor, but it's more difficult to maintain. So if you stop playing, say, I finished my exam. When I was in high school, he used to burn things. When you finish, we take all those books, more over there, then we set them on fire. That was sheer stupidity. Sometimes we look for people. Do you want the book? Then we throw it at them. Then you autograph it. Yeah. You have to learn to read. You have to learn to study. You want to become the best at whatever you are doing. You want to be the best teacher, the best doctor, the best nurse, the best pastor. You have to keep reading. You have to. Yeah. Richard, one day you become the head of the police in Bradford. You have to study. It's not going to come. You have to keep reading. And it must be a habit. Read something before you sleep. Start from somewhere. Tintin, comic, whatever. Just read something. Read something. Read something. When you sit on that, what's that? A metro newspaper. Take it. Go and read something. It's nonsense. Read. We are letting the world have more wisdom than us. Look at Paul. After all the heights he had reached, when he was in the the he said, "Please don't forget my books. Please, bring my books. Please, please bring it." When twelve-year-olds were roaming around, what was Jesus doing? He was studying. You know, even the one that somebody has even is even reading for us, we struggle. Even audiobook, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to temper just to them. You think about it, that even when you are listening to an audio tape or you are listening to a preaching message, you begin to doze. And yet when you are watching a foolish film, you are so alert, so engaged. Sometimes you feel like going to the telly or into your laptop to sort them out inside there. (laughs) Develop good habits. Yeah, of being polite, of saying thank you of appreciating. Thanks for the help. It's good. I appreciate that. I was grateful for that. It's not only when you're not grateful that you make people know. It's not only when you're angry that people know you're angry. When you read Mark 15, the Bible talks about the women. He says that, Mark 15 verse 14 and 41 says that now some women were there also looking on from a distance among whom were Mary Magdalene and Mary the mother of James the younger and of Joseph and Salome who when Jesus was in Galilee were in the habit of accompanying and ministering to him. They were in the habit that was their habit and there were also many other women who came up with him. Luke 22, the Bible says in verse 39, 41, and he came out and went, as was his habit, to the Mount of Olives. Then he says something. He says that, and the disciples also followed him. And when he came to the place, to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not all enter into temptation. And he withdrew from them about a stone. To the place, it means that there is a place that you must show up. I'm about to end, but I want to tell you something. Please, show up in your life. Some of us, we are married, but we don't show up in the marriage. Some of us, we wake up, yes, we woke up Sunday, but we are not showing up in the Sunday. Some of us, we come to church, but we don't show up. It means you are there, but you are not there. Yeah. Show up. You are worshiping God. Some of us, we come to church, we are in praise and worship, we are singing, but we didn't show up in the worship. We didn't show up in the praise. Yeah, in your finances, show up. Whatever you are doing, show up in it. Let us be able to mark you present. Yeah, don't be absent in your marriage. Don't be absent in your parenting. Don't be absent in your studying. Don't be absent. Engage yourself in it. See, that, that concept of when I finish school, then my life will begin. Or when I marry, then my life will begin. Or once I have children... Trust me, if you can't show up now, you won't show up then. Every time we are procrastinating, every time we are pushing it to later, every time. Stop being a Christian who doesn't show up. You are a Christian, but you don't show up in your faith. Tell somebody every time is the right time. Every time is prayer time. Every time is the word time. Every time is the joy time. Every time is the peace time. I will have peace when I will have joy when I will have. Trust me, this is it now. This is it now. This is all that God has promised us is now. That is why it's called present. Yeah, the present. That is all. The gift we have is now. This is what we have. So if you are looking for joy, experience it now. If you are looking for peace, experience it now. This futuristic mindset that we have. Once we, I sort, you know, once she straightens out, when I straighten my wife out, we'll have a good marriage. Listen. Nobody can make straight what God has made crooked. It is because of the way you are that God has given you the wife that you deserve for you to expose you and let you realize that you are not as good as you thought. You are not as quiet as you thought. You are not as nice as you thought. She is there on a prophetic mission. This I will have peace when, when I, you know, when I get a good job, I'll have peace. When you get a good job, you will not have any time. When you get a good job, you may not have sleep. That is why sometimes it amazes me when I say that, listen, as you pray and trust God to answer your prayer, also thank him for what he has given you now. May we learn to motivate ourselves even when things are not going the way we want them. May we learn how to have joy in the middle of the journey. May we learn how to even, you know, have peace even when we make a wrong turn. Because you see, when you make, I was telling Reverend yesterday, wasn't it yesterday? I was like, I think Reverend that, if I knew that life could be this way, I would have been living that way long ago. You know, I had an appointment and I had one meeting overrun and I couldn't make it to the other meeting and it, it didn't even bother me. I was like, this behavior is so good. Why didn't I have it all this well? it was cancelled, it's cancelled. One day it will come again. Enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. The last thing I'm going to leave you with is that anticipate the setbacks. (laughs) Anticipate the setbacks. It's okay to say that yeah, there'll be setbacks, you know, things. it's not every time that things will work, but anticipate it anticipate do you know that if they say that you're going to have to carry your bible for this whole week you don't need to do any extra exercise because you can hold the bible even with one two fingers for the whole you don't need to wear exercise isn't it yeah but if they say that okay you're going to have to carry this speaker you have to do small to bring small strength do you understand yeah small But if they say that, okay, you're going to have to uh, move, lift up one of the cars outside. Yeah, now you realize that it's not just exercise. You have to also find what machines are able to move tracks from there. Do you understand? So anticipate the setback of the journey that you want to go on, of the things that you want to achieve. And that is why you begin to train yourself towards that. You see... Don't do prayer and fasting when you are in a crisis. You will struggle. And if it's not something you do, you won't be able to do it. We are praying and fasting so that when we meet things that require prayer and fasting, we know how to pray and fast. Because there are certain things that will not go without prayer and fasting. You have to put yourself through voluntary hardships. <laughs> Because it prepares you for the actual. That is why if you are at a certain age and they say learn and you won't learn, life will make you learn. You could have voluntarily learned or you'll be forced to learn. You know? Said that, listen, don't have sex before marriage. Don't have sex before marriage. These old people, they just talk by her. Look at her. She, she has a husband. And she'll go home and sleep next to her husband. She can't stand here. They don't have sex before marriage. Don't have sex. They don't have sex before marriage. Does she know how it feels like to be, you know. <laughs> that advice will either pay you well or will cost you if you don't take it, It or cost you. I always say these things to young people. I say, you see, the relationship that destroys you is the relationship that you conducted out of the will of God. There was a wisdom that God knew that you may not necessarily have seen it written in between the lines of Scripture. God knew that if you sleep with somebody, the effect of the breakup is different. From somebody that you say, good morning, how are you? I miss you, see you, girl. And then the person says, I don't want to see you again. Says, yeah, I don't, don't Bye. <laughs> You're not going to go into your room and say, I smell them in my room. I feel them in my room. The reason why you feel them in your room and you smell them in your room is because you brought them into your room. and <laughs> 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 Voluntary hardships. You are burning, but you know that it is wiser to wait. There are diseases waiting for you on that person's bed. I don't know why I'm I feel like I'm helping somebody. I feel I just feel like I'm helping somebody. I feel like somebody's online and I feel like I'm just helping them. Listen, the church has to talk about these things. is going to derail you and send you on a useless journey by the time you even get back on track you're tired if the the world is making uh, sex not matter in the house of God and in the things of God it matters and he says that we must be worthy of this salvation that we are declaring yeah you are feeling lonely. Go and buy a teddy. Go and watch a movie. Go for prayer walk. You think it's easy, it is tough. I may be laughing about it, but it's not a joke. It is not a joke. Loneliness is a real thing. Feeling having a desire is a real thing. Because if you don't have a desire, how will you marry? The desire is needed, but must be used at the right place. Reverend says by a dog. <laughs> <"Buy> <laughs> Somebody say voluntary hardships You are only in school for four years or three years Study Don't finish school and say I wish I had studied Volunteer So you are not forced to Wow May we persevere may we persevere may we press and push on the bible says in romans 5 verse 3 verse 4 we are closing now it says that moreover let us also be full of joy now let us exalt and triumph even in our troubles and rejoice in our sufferings knowing that pressure and affliction and hardship produce patience And unswerving endurance. And endurance, fortitude develops maturity of character. Endurance will develop maturity of character. How many of you know that when you have survived something, you grow stronger? When you have experienced something, you grow stronger. When you have learned how to live on 10 pounds a month, you grow stronger. (laughs) And character, approved faith and tried integrity and character of this sort produces the habit of joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation. God has given us so much that we do not use. A lot of things in scripture are for our daily use. They are not for religious rituals. It's not that you have to... Coming to kneel at the altar is coming to receive strength, to go and fight in the battlefield. The, the coming to kneel at the altar is not the end, it's the beginning. The coming to the house of God is the beginning. We come to be equipped to do what we've got to do. And you know, the more you are able to use what you receive, the more it benefits you, the more it profits you the more it increases you, the more it advances you. Listen, when we say push, ask anybody who has been at the labor uh, world and they have been told push. When they tell you to push, you want to slap everybody whose mouth is open. (laughs) Especially the husband who is like, didn't you hear them? They said push. (laughs) You want to tell him that you can't lie here and push. But for months and months, as soon as they tell you that you are due on this date, they start uh, preparing you to anticipate labor. They don't even do practice. Do your leg like this. Do your back like this. Do do, do this. Lie in the water. All those theories you come to realize they don't work. But they just prepare you. (laughs) As a pastor... I must anticipate that some people will be rude to me. That some people will gossip about me. Some people will not appreciate even the help I give, I give to them. I must anticipate it. Otherwise, I won't be a good pastor. Otherwise, the next person will not receive their help. Because that insult will override you. But when you have received their insult and it keeps making you stronger, then you have more grace to even help more people. Some people get discouraged. Get discouraged. Anticipate that the people won't mind you. Anticipate that don't be grateful. Anticipate that they'll gossip about you. Anticipate. Yeah. Yeah. That is why even when it comes to finances, they say, listen, save. Because you anticipate that a time may come, maybe you can't work. So anticipate that there must be money somewhere. Yeah. Haven't you realized that you can't go to the shop with prayer. They scan the food, they say 10 pounds. Then you go, kaboro chita, ba da ba, ba, ba Can I have a bag, please? Okay, <laughs> so you know that that season may come. That season of need may come. Christians, we have to help ourselves also because we have grace to do it. Grace does not do it for you. Grace enables you to do. May the Lord help us lift up your right hand and say, I take every opportunity. Say, I am tenacious. Say, I'm ready to stay the course. No matter the setback, no matter the delay, no matter the diversion, I can And I will overcome hardship. I am learning. And I will continue to learn. How to overcome. I am unstoppable. No matter the setback. My life. Is hidden Christ. In God. I am fueled up. I am fueled up. I am fueled up. And from today. I will show up. Every day of my life. It's a new day. It's a new season. It's a new opportunity. And so I will show up. Whatever my hands find to do, I will do it well. I will fight every area of my life. I will fight for good. I will fight ignorance. I will fight for knowledge. I will fight with the same strength that I fight devils. I will fight ignorance from my life. I speak over your life. Arise from every depression. Arise from every frustration. Arise from every evil circumstance. Arise into this new life. Into a life of perseverance. May you shine.